All right, welcome, friends. It's Darren, and welcome to another episode of the Craftsman Creative Podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I just heard a ting or a ping. It was weird. I don't know what that was. And I'm not going to edit it out because this podcast is sans edits. <laughs> the other thing I should say, if you hear me wince at all throughout today's episode, it's because I rolled my ankle really bad last night playing soccer in the backyard with my three boys. And every once in a while, it just hurts. So let's get on with today's issue. I'm doing another experiment today with the podcast, shifting uh, the strategy a little bit. And I think it's important to share the strategy and when it shifts with you, because the whole point of my business, Crafts and Creative, is to share what's working and what's not when it comes to building and growing creative businesses. And my newsletter is called the BCC Newsletter. It's kind of a play on words of blind carbon copy. It's like you're getting a behind the scenes look and nobody else knows that you're reading it kind of thing. Um, but it also stands for building Crafts and Creative. And so not enough people probably realize that's what it stands for. So every once in a while, I feel like I need to revisit that definition and tell people there's a purpose for that name. <clears throat> but today, well, let's see. Last week, I did it kind of on the fly, if you remember. If you listen to last week, I just went through my framework and talked it out instead of writing it out and then reading off of my notes. Well, this week, I'm condensing the podcast and the newsletter to kind of be the same content. So this will be a little bit expanded because even though I'm going to read off of my newsletter for the week, it's still going to include some extra ands and ums, but also hopefully some extra content and context um, because I tend to do that when I read off my notes. So the reason I'm doing that is because I have too much going on. <laughs> I've done, I've said yes to too many things and trying to create a separate podcast and newsletter every week is soon going to become prohibit prohibitive because just so that you see everything that's on my plate. I'm raising a film fund over the next few months, and that's something I haven't talked a ton about, but I'm sure I will be sharing some lessons learned behind the scenes and even putting together like a pitch workshop, not necessarily specific to film, but just in general, like how do you pitch your business if you need to raise money or if you need to have clients? Um, how do you do that successfully? And I've managed to do that successfully. And hopefully I will have successfully raised that fund in the little bit of the next few months. So that's one thing, and that's probably a full-time job on its own if I were really treating it uh, appropriately, <laughs> but I'm going to do it on the side. Um, also, building Craftsman Creative and gearing up for an event um, next month, which is taking all of the online courses that I produced over the last three years and putting them into their own business called Lightbulb Courses. And Today's sponsor is Lightbulb Courses for that very reason. I'm doing a, a launch uh, summit uh, the end of June, June 26th, 27th, 28th. So I'll leave a link in the show notes. If you are an artist or creative individual and you want to learn from some amazing artists and creators like hand lettering artists, calligraphers, musicians, photographers, designers, and business builders, gosh, you should come to this free summit, three-day summit. It's going to be awesome. Um, so that's another thing on my plate. I'm also doing an event at the end of the summer for Craftsman Creative, which is for my high ticket offer. And I'll be talking about more about that as we get closer to it. But most of my focus is going to be promoting the launch event for Lightbulb Courses over the next six weeks or so. Gosh, it's almost, yeah, it's probably five weeks now. <laughs> I keep saying six weeks, but I've been saying that for too many weeks. So now it's less. 
And then, yeah, I've also just got everything else I'm doing with Crest and Creative servicing existing clients and trying to grow that business. And so just condensing the podcast a little bit. But enough preamble, it's been too many minutes. Let's talk about today's topic, which is the benefits you get from writing and publishing your book. Now, a few of my author friends over the years have said that writing and publishing your book gives you a business card on steroids. And boy, they were right. (laughs) There have been so many benefits to having a book out into the world. And today I want to focus on just three of them. So too many people think that they don't have the time, they won't be able to sell their book, and they don't have anything to say. Those are the the limiting beliefs that I hear most often when people talk about, um, how did you do this? How did you find the time to write the book? And, you know, how did you figure out how to get it published? And, you know, how, I don't even think I have enough to say. And the answer to all those things without belaboring those limiting beliefs, you know, let me just say that I'm living proof that you can write a book in 90 days. The selling of the book isn't always the point. And that coming up with a framework gives you plenty of content for a 30 or 40,000 word book. So really all you need is a framework. And as a special gift today, I'm sharing my recent write and publish your book workshop that I did here in Provo, Utah at Pioneer Book. So these replays are generally only shared inside the Society of Independent Creators for those who can't make it or didn't make it or who found out about Craftsman Creative after the event had already ended. But it felt pertinent to today's topic, and so I'm sharing it with you. The link is in the show notes. But before you click over there, just listen to the next, you know, five or ten minutes and then go over there so you have a little bit more context because you want to know about all the awesome stuff that happens when you write and publish your book. So the first thing is that it elevated my status at conferences and events. So the main reason that I wrote the book was an idea mentioned in a few books, If Memory Serves Me. So the summer of 2021, I read Rob Fitzpatrick's book, Write Useful Books, Daniel Priestley's book, Key Person of Influence, and Joe Polizzi's book, Content Inc. Uh, They were all inspirations for writing my book, but they all wrote about how important it is to put your ideas out there and to get them into hands, into the hands of as many of the people you wrote it for as possible. So my strategy was to gift the book at two different conferences last year. The first one was Joe Polizzi's Creator Economy Expo. And if you've been following along for a while and you've listened to the 10K Creator Show, you understand that I have an existing relationship with Joe and how that relationship came about by being in his community for a year and then offering to gift the book and then meeting him at the conference and then partnering with him on the 10K Creator Show. And now we're friends. I'll probably even have him blurb my next book when it comes out because he's been such a great collaborator and partner and friend. So back to my strategy, I, I gifted 250 copies to the event and instantly was elevated from an attendee to part of the event. So at the event last year, people came up to me to talk to me about the book, have me sign it, ask me questions. I would walk around the different rooms of the event and see people flipping through the pages of my writing. That was such a cool experience to just like see people getting a book out and writing in it and underlining things and then coming and finding me. So when I came to CEX this year, this was just like two weeks ago, beginning of May, I was stopped no less than two dozen times by people who had received my book last year, read it, 
and loved it enough to want to seek me out and talk to me. Again, people were seeking me out at an event, even though I was not a speaker. I was, however, a special guest. I was moderating one of the breakout rooms on the second day. So technically my badge said speaker on it, but I was not like on the main stage or doing any uh, breakout sessions. That's for next year. I fully intend on being a speaker at events next year. But just being there and being elevated that way, it gave me more exposure and clout. And the goal next year, like I said, is to be a bona fide speaker at these events. The second event was about a month and a half later last year. It was the Craft and Commerce Conference put on by ConvertKit. That's a lot of C's. Craftsman Creative attended the Craft and Commerce Conference put on by ConvertKit. Okay. (laughs) At that event... I was actually invited onto the main stage to share my story. How cool is that? The reason was because the company that prints my book, Lulu, was a sponsor at CEX in May of last year. I met them and said hi and said, hey, this book that I just gifted to 250 people here, you guys printed it for me. Thank you. And then they offered to print the 300 copies that I gifted to Craft & Commerce. So they saved me about $1,500, but... Matt, their VP of marketing, also messaged me and said, hey, I want you to share your story in about seven to 10 minutes as part of my presentation. I said, absolutely. And so I have pictures of myself on the main stage, which Nathan Barry, the owner of ConvertKit, said it's impossible to get on. (laughs) So I showed him. So I got to share my story and my business in front of an audience of creators who had all also already received a copy of my book in their swag bag. So what a cool confluence of events. The book gave me more access, more connections, and more opportunities because I put it out there and got it into the hands of the people who I wrote it for. The second thing is that the book has given me a valuable freebie. Now, it's not a secret that I kind of don't care about sales for my book. It would be great. Like my friend Paul Millard is selling like 10,000 copies uh, every three months or something. He's making like 20 grand a month or 10 grand a month. I don't know what the actual numbers are. He's pretty um, open about the numbers and everything. So if you follow him on Twitter, like that's a good person to follow. His book's called The Pathless Path. And that's an example of one of the things that's not in the newsletter. So aren't you glad you listened today? I'm glad you listened today. Now, he he has income, like real revenue from his book. And he's probably going to write another one soon. And he's probably going to double his revenue monthly. My friend Rob Fitzpatrick, who wrote Write Useful Books, does you know, 200, 250K a year from his three books. So there is a way to write and publish books that are good enough and people buy them and then you have a new revenue stream. You can even have that be 100% of your business. I'm not there yet. And I've been pretty open about the fact that I didn't write this book to be a bestseller. I wrote it for these opportunities I'm sharing with you in the podcast today. So I want, I wanted to have the book out there so I could collect email addresses of the people who bought it. So I self-publish it. And really the only place you can buy it is on my website. I think it ended up on Amazon accidentally, like Ingram Spark, who I bought the special edition hardback versions of the book. I think it ended up going on there because I wasn't being super cautious. So you can buy it on Amazon, but I don't promote it there. And I think I've sold five on Amazon. So it's just not a big deal. Um, to date, I think I've sold about 215 or 18 copies of my book. Now that's decent. Like the average author sells 250 copies of a book. So the fact that I've done that almost in a year, 
and still have that book to sell. And as I write another book, people are going to go back and buy the first one, et cetera, et cetera. Like that will sell thousands of copies over the life of the book. Just hasn't yet. And those sales to date are decent and they almost cover the cost of everything associated with the book getting edited and designed and out into the world. But I've gifted over a thousand copies of the book, both physical and digital. So I gave away 550 copies away at events, just like I mentioned. And since then, I've used the book as a free gift, like at the end of my workshops, as part of my outreach when I asked to come on podcasts, and even as a way to gain business by getting the attention of my ideal clients. So I can print a book anytime I want through Lulu. Man, I should really have them sponsor this podcast. But I can print them whenever I need to and then ship them out and give them as a gift. I'm probably going to do that as a lead up to the event that I'm doing for Craft and Creative at the end of the summer. Because if I send out 100 books, the likelihood of 50 plus of those signing up for a $100 event is pretty high. Whereas if I just cold DM them on LinkedIn, very unlikely that I'd even have like a 5% conversion rate. So it does the work for you and it's really cheap to do. I think I can print a book for about $5.85. So there are only a few ways to stand out in a competitive marketplace. Having something valuable like a book that you can give away for free is one of those ways and it really works wonders. The number of conversations that have started with me gifting my book and ended with a new customer or client is many at this point. This That strategy alone has led to over $25,000 in revenue in the last year since the book has been out, which is easily 10 times more than the revenue from the book sales, of which I only net about 55% after expenses of like shipping and printing. So be okay if it doesn't sell thousands of copies. Uh, you're writing the book for the opportunities it's going to create, not necessarily the revenue, at least initially. So the third idea or the third benefit of writing a book is that the book does the selling for me. As I've written about and talked about previously, having a framework is such an essential part to standing out in your marketplace. You want to hire the company or individual that has a framework. It shows that they know what they're doing. They've stress tested and proven it, and you feel safer being in their hands. A book is an incredible way to share your framework in a concise way with your ideal customer or client. Reading it is a strong signal that they're a good fit for you and your business. And then what happens is they come to you somewhat pre-sold. They know what you do. They know how you do it. And they know the outcomes that you help people like them achieve. That's a lot of the heavy lifting that's typically done on a sales call. So wouldn't it be great to have your book doing that out in the world, hundreds of people at a time instead of having to do that on sales calls? I think so. Since writing the book, I haven't had to convince anyone to buy my services or products. My sales calls over the last eight months have been centered around how to pay, when to get started, and how to engage my services. They've already convinced themselves thanks to my book. So it's doing the job that it's intended to do. Every single new client in the last year has either read my book or heard me on a podcast. Those are the two ways that every single client has has learned about my business and then ended up on a call where they're saying, how do I hire you? How do I pay you? So they knew what they needed to know before because of my content, my framework, my book, my podcast appearances, and they were ready to buy. So what to do if you want to get the same results? 
Well, the first thing you need to do is write your book. <laughs> so I recommend that you self-publish it. Don't wait for permission or for someone to pick you and publish your book for you. Now, I'm not the expert on book publishing. So I do have resources and I've talked about it and written about it and been very open with the way that I've written and self-published my own books. You can find all of that content on my blog. Um, but here's the very, very, very short version. You want to write 15,000 to 40,000 words on your framework, have an intro, lay out your framework over about five to 10 or probably 10 to 15 chapters wrap it all up, summarize it for them, give them a next step to take, like get the scorecard, attend my workshop, join my email list, or reach out to hop on a call, right? Your book needs to be a lead magnet of sorts. So you're saying, here's the next step if you want to take the next step. Now lay it out in order, like start with the table of contents, write your framework out and say, what do you do first, then second, then third, and that becomes your table of contents. And then write the chapters. They're typically 1,000 to 1,500 words long. So you can do a chapter in a day. Like if it take it takes me 20 to 30 minutes to write a thousand words because I'm really good at it at this point. But before, when I wasn't really good at it, maybe it took an hour or two. It's okay. Like write a thousand words a day or every other day and you'll have a chapter every day or two. And if you only need 15 to 20 chapters, you know, that's, that's a month or two worth of time if you're writing every day. Um, so once you have... The first draft done, hire an editor off of something like readz.com or Upwork to help you tighten it up, rewrite it, and get it ready for print. Now, you don't have to do anything fancy to publish it. You can turn your Word doc into a PDF. Like You can make it fancy. You can use Canva or you know Adobe InDesign or something fancy like that. Hire someone to do it. Or honestly, I've seen plenty of eBooks where it's literally just a PDF of the Word doc that you wrote it in. So you export a PDF, slap one page on the front that is your cover, and there it is, okay? So if you want to charge money, you need to go through the process of like having an ISBN and all that stuff. But if you don't, if you just want it to be a freebie, just put it out there. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy in order to get you the outcomes that we've talked about in this episode. There's a lot more that I share about this process in a recent workshop, and I've left a link to that in the show notes. And if you do want to work with someone like a independent publisher, there's two people that I've talked to and I recommend that you look into. One is called Damn Gravity. It's my friend Ben Putano and another company called Rethink Press out of the UK. Those are two companies that I've talked to personally as I'm prepping my next book, and I feel like they would be a good fit for entrepreneurs and creative individuals like yourself. So think of it this way. If you're already writing a weekly newsletter or weekly blog posts, just change the context. Call these blog posts chapters of your book instead. Put them into a nice table of contents. In a few months, you could have enough content for a book that can start delivering these outcomes for you and your business. So that's what I recommend you do. Start today. Commit to writing your book. Even if it's bad, it's still impressive. It still works, honestly. And I mean, don't write a bad book, but get over all the fears and the limiting beliefs and just do it. I promise it's going to bring these amazing outcomes into your life and the life of your business. So if you'd like more help, you can always hop on a strategy session with me. I'll leave a, a link in the show notes as well. And I've got these upcoming uh, monthly workshops that I do that are free. Just go to workshops.craftsmancreative.co 
and you can see the upcoming workshops and they're always fun. They're always insightful. You're going to come away with a lot more clarity on how to build and grow your creative business over the coming months. And I hope you'll join me for free at one of the upcoming workshops. Again, that's workshops.craftsmancreative.co. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.